Hosmer, and this is Unravel the Binding, a mother-daughter book club podcast where we read books with you. And we're excited this week to share some flash fiction stories that we got based on the last book we read, which is One by One by Ruth Ware. And um, the flash fiction word we gave was avalanche. Um, So we got quite a few submissions that we want to share. Jesse, do you want to read the first one? Sure. In the ski shop, my hand shaking, my thoughts were incoherent. Save one. My sister was dead. Miss, where is she? The deputy asked. She was caught in the avalanche. There's been no avalanche. Care to explain that blood on your ski jacket and the knife in your pocket? By Terry. Great job, Terry. That was a good and twisted one. Yeah, I think that that's pretty interesting. Um, thank you, Terry. Um, and this next one, I read and I swore that I was going to make you read this because it makes me cringe. Um, so hopefully, do you want I can... me to read it? I can read it. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll read it. Oh, <laughs> all right. Um. Becky flung open the cellar door and shooed away a spider, excited to explore explore every crevice of her new home. This will be the last place I buy. Retirement, here I come, she said into the shadows. Becky climbed down as the darkness closed in on her. An avalanche of spiders echoed. Last home for Becky <laughs> by Mackenzie. Mackenzie, why did you do that to me? She she got a big kick when she sent it to me. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, spiders. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> when we picked Avalanche, we were like, oh, there's so many different ways we could use Avalanche. And to be honest, an avalanche of spiders did not come to mind. <laughs> um, but I feel like I will never not associate spiders with an avalanche now (laughs) exactly thank you Mackenzie for that image (laughs) thank you Mackenzie um okay the next one the house was eerily silent where was the homeowner who had called the police why was there blood all over the kitchen I walked around looking for something to tell me what happened and when there was an avalanche of mail just inside the front door the only clue as to how long the homeowner was missing. And that's by Joyce. That was really good, Joyce. Yeah, that was a great use of the word avalanche. Like, Yeah, and when it started, I was like, I'm not sure how this gets turned into using an avalanche. And then I was like, oh, perfect, avalanche of mail. That's yeah. definitely solid. Especially <laughs> like, you, Joyce. as a clue to like indicate how long someone's been missing like that that was yeah really good thank you joyce all right the next one they never found him starting her life over again after the avalanche was torturous it took years before she could let another man into her life yet she did and two children later she was at last happy again then came the knock at the door she'd recognize those blue eyes anywhere by carrie Great job, Carrie. And can you imagine, like, thinking you'd lost 
your person. And what, decades later or many years later, he shows up at the door. Yeah, it's like at first it's like a story of like overcoming loss and like finding happiness again. And then like at the end, you're like, oh, shit. Like (laughs) now what? (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Um, Thank you, Carrie. That was really good. Thanks, Carrie. Okay, the next one. What you drawing, sweetie? The man. Emma cocks her head. What man? The one who walks me to school. An avalanche of dread pours into Claire's stomach. She surges forward, grabbing the drawing from her son. Her mouth gapes at the uncanny likeness to her father, who died before her son's birth. And that's by Sean. I'm not going to lie. I've got a little bit of chills. Um, that that was really good. Um, at first, you're like, oh my gosh, there's a predator walking my child to school. <laughs> and then it's just real calmly, no, it's just a ghost, which yeah. I don't know if it's better. But that was really good, Sean. Thank you. Holy crap. <laughs> you would um, probably enjoy Sean's writing. Um he has one novel out now and has another one that will come out soon. And I was terrified to read his novel because <laughs> of the things he posts on Twitter. I'm like, you're going to scare the crap out of me. And he's like, I promise it's not that scary. And he lied a little bit, but he's an excellent author. So you would enjoy his books. Yeah, that that was really good, Sean. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. So during our last episode, um, we talked about if any of you guys had any ski trip stories, um, and a couple people wrote in. We thought we'd go ahead and read them here for you. Dawn, do you want to go first? Yes. Um, So this first story was submitted by Sam, and... um, I'm really intrigued to hear skiing stories since we did mention that, like, I've never gone skiing. Jesse's not gone skiing. So I was pretty excited to get a couple of skiing stories. Um, So this is by Sam. We went skiing once in West Virginia when I was 10 years old. It was super cold out, so my mom and brother ended their skiing early. The wind chill was negative 10 degrees. I begged to do just one more trail, as kids do my addition. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad agreed, but on the way back up, I started crying on the ski lift because it was so cold. My dad kept reassuring me that we were almost to the warmth as our plate, the place we were staying was at the top of the hill. Um, so thank you, Sam, for that. I, that's totally what 10 year olds do. <laughs> They're like, Oh, please, please, please. I really want this. And then they cry when it's not like perfect conditions. <laughs> Yeah, but also, like, I might do that because I am cold all the time. Actually, no, I would have been with the mom and brother (laughs) heading home early because, nah, I'm too cold. (laughs) Especially Uh, negative 10 degrees. Like, wow. (laughs) No, thank you. Too, too cold. But thank you, Sam. Okay, and we have one more story. Do you want to read this one? All right. The first time Joe, my husband, ever went skiing was on our honeymoon in Canada. My thought, solid place for a honeymoon. I I appreciate that. Um, We got to the top of the lift and realized how crazy hard the slopes were. 
he had to be taken down from the top of the mountain in a snowmobile. <laughs> um, and that's by Gay. Um, that is hilarious. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And she did go on to share that um, he's now, since then, become a wonderful skier. But that his first trip, can you imagine being on your honeymoon and wanting to be impressive to your new bride? And you get up there, you're like, heck no. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you got you shouldn't try something new on your honeymoon because there's just so much stuff going on and yeah, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> but kudos to Joe for at least like attempting to get to make it work. Yeah, and I'm that's glad, awesome. Glad he improved. Thank you, Gay, for sharing your story. Yes, so thank you, Sam and Gay, for sending those in, and if. Um, throughout this, if you guys think of any other ski trip stories you have or avalanche stories or crazy work retreat, crazy work retreat stories or. So, yeah, we'd love to hear those from you guys. Um, send them in when you got a chance. And if you even have um, flash fiction stories still with avalanche or witness from our first book, as we've said over and over, send those anytime. Um we just give those due dates for us more than you. Um, so, yeah, feel free to send those in. Yep, absolutely. Um, so, at the same time that we picked one by one, we picked our next read, which is Unfaithful by Natalie Borelli. And this was a br- book that Jesse brought. Um, so, Jesse, do you want to read and tell us what this book's about and a little bit more about it? Yes, so this is Unfaithful by Natalie Borelli. Um, I will go ahead and read the back first, just kind of give you some insight. Thank you, I say sweetly when she tells me I'm lucky to have such a beautiful family. But I want to tell her it's not just luck. A family is like a fortress you have to defend all the time. You can't relax because there's always someone looking for a breach, always someone trying to get in. Someone just like her. When I arrived unannounced at my husband's studio in need of a shoulder to cry on after hearing that my best student, Alex, had has died, I see a pair of wine glasses drying by the sink and my deepest fear is confirmed. My husband is having an affair. Most women would fall to their knees in tears and throw him out of the house, but I just can't bring myself to do it. Instead, I go home and cook a healthy dinner for our children, walk the dog, unload the dishwasher without complaint. I will make him see that I'm still the woman he married. Attractive, successful, the glue that holds our perfect family together. I need this marriage to work to protect a terrible secret of my own. Something that would destroy everything I've already sacrificed so much for. But when the police arrive at my door asking questions about Alex's death that I can't answer and threatening text messages start appearing on my phone, I know that someone close has been watching me very carefully. The truth is there are three people in my marriage, but only one of them is deadly. Holy crap. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Just in the description there was a twist. I was like... (laughs) Wow. Okay. This sounds so good. And I mean, just so that you listeners know, like, we both have stacks of books. But 
we're practicing great self-restraint by not reading descriptions of these books, either when we purchase them or before we announce them on the podcast. So I've had this book for a couple of weeks and haven't read the back yet. Yeah, when that like was a whole nother level that I remember like three weeks ago when I presented it and I'm like, holy crap, now I have no idea what this book is about. Wow. I'm so excited. This sounds great. Yeah, I Uh, think this one will be good. What about, about a flash fiction word? What stuck out to you or? Um, I, I don't want to be so on the nose with unfaithful as it's literally the title of the book. Um, I mean, we could do something more like marriage. Um, cause I think that could have a lot of twists on it. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Or the word secret stood out to me. Secret, marriage, sacrifice. She mentioned sacrifice a couple times. And then you could even almost turn it into a betrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be a good one. I like all those. Well, why don't you pick two and I'll pick the, the one. Um, sacrifice. And secret. I say let's go with sacrifice. Okay. I think that could get some interesting stories. We've gotten like interesting stories on the word avalanche, which I thought was like about snow. And it's like crazy stuff. It's about spiders and missing people. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So sacrifice. Do you want to tell us like a little bit like flipping through the book? um, If it's Um, just. So it. I do think we mentioned it before, but it looks like it's just one person's point of view. I'm assuming the wife. Um, I'm not sure yet. I could see if I find her name anywhere. But so it's just her point of view, which will be a change from the previous books we've read. Um, and our halfway point is 185. 144. Okay, not close at all. Got it. <laughs> Page 144, um, which is the end of chapter 20. Um, so we will be the soft due dates of the first half of the book will be the 19th of March. And the second half due date. Yeah, as well as the flash fiction due date will be March 26th. Um, again, as Jesse just said, the soft date, um, we're flexible, send them when you can, but to be included in the next episode, we need them by those dates. Yeah. And we'll, we'll give another reminder at the end in case you don't have a pen right now, but I cannot wait to start reading. Honestly, yeah, I, I'm so more excited than I thought I was. That that yeah. that's going to be really good. So, um the other thing we wanted to do just to keep in the spirit of um giving you guys a little bit more of a chance to purchase books that we picked out is go ahead and pick our book to read after Unfaithful. Unfaithful. <laughs> um so do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? So I chose uh, Whisper Me This by Carrie Ann King. 
Um, it is a, it has a four out of five on Goodreads. And one of the things that drew me to this book was not only the cover, because I think it's beautiful. I love the colors. It's got these butterflies. Oh, or moths. I, they're, I think they're butterflies. Um, and then on this background, it's just this beautiful green blue color. That's, um, that's beautiful. I, I love this, uh, this cover design. Um, and then as well, when I was doing my research on it, the reviews were like all over the board. Um, there were some that said, you know, it was very thought provoking, intriguing, intense, and emotional. Um, and then some other ones saying how this book kind of reaches different genres. Um, so it's not the super typical thriller, psychological thrillers we've been reading. But it, it gives you some of that, but there's still a lot of other elements in it. And honestly, that got a lot of mixed responses. Some people mm -hmm. hated it. Some people loved it. Um, so I just thought that was really interesting. Um, there is a trigger warning of domestic abuse. Um, I Many people commented on that. So even if we don't pick this and you guys read it on your own, just know there is a trigger warning of domestic abuse. Um so, yes, that is Whisper Me This by Carrie and Kate. Do you know, um, have you flipped through it all to see if it's like multiple points of view or one point of view? Yeah. So it's more so of two points of view, um, but it's really one point of view. And then so every so often you hear from a journal and okay. I don't think it's her journal. I don't know her name, but um, so you hear from somebody else's journal. Which I kind of like that as a storytelling device. Um, I've read other books with that, and that's always pretty interesting. Yeah, and I, I think it it adds an element of you're not hearing the same situation from two different people. You're hearing someone talking about one situation and somebody else talking about another situation. Um, so I, I, it is two points of view, but it's not. Right, it's not like the same back and forth like we've had with the other books. Like, Yeah. Except now I don't want to talk about mine because I want to read that one. Yeah, we need to come up with like a pre-plan because <sighs> there there are some books I'm like, well, we definitely have to pick this one. So let, why don't you oh. give yours, let's talk about yours, and then we'll pick. Okay, and one of the things we have talked about, which is giving me some reassurance, is that Maybe at the six month mark, we'll take the books from the pile that we didn't pick and then pick from those. Um, and that make, gives me some comfort because I really want to read this one too. So, <laughs> okay. I am bringing the book, My Dark Vanessa by Eli Kate Elizabeth Russell. And the interest, first thing I think is interesting is this cover also has a butterfly or a moth on the I cover. I saw that too. <laughs> so we must have been like picking up on each other's vibes. Um, but this cover is just a woman's face and then her eyes are closed and her hand with a moth or butterfly on it is covering her one eye. 
Um, It's a beautiful cover that draws me in, even though it's black and white. Um, I brought this one and I kind of wasn't sure if we were ready to tackle such a book yet. Um, But I have seen lots of controversial opinions about this book, which the kind of person I am, if there's controversy around it, I want to read it for myself and see what I think. Um, Yeah. It's been called dark and unsettling. Some reviewers gave it really low ratings and said they rated it that low because of how disturbing it was. So controversial, disturbing. Yeah, it's for me. (laughs) I was like, I kind of... If they're rating it so low because it's so messed up, like, that makes me want to read it more. Because, like, yeah, what is so messed up that you just couldn't get past it? Yeah. I mean, like, several people said they couldn't even finish it. And Oh, my goodness. Which really makes me want to read it. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, bring it on. Um, it does have about a four-star rating with over 100,000 reviews. Um, one comment was, this is unequivocal unequivocally the most disturbing book I read this year. (laughs) Powerful and painful, honest and beautifully written. Um, It's complex, smart, and utterly riveting from start to finish. Be prepared for a pit in your stomach and a lump in your throat. Um, And then it's also... says it's an important book in the time of the Me Too movement, um, Hmm. which is, you know. So I'm assuming there's probably a trigger warning of some type of sexual assault. Yes, there's trigger warnings for sexual abuse, rape, and grooming. So, again, as Jesse said, if, if these are issues that are triggers for you, please be aware before reading this book. Um, and looking through it, it's all told in first person point of view from Vanessa's perspective. Um, but it does look like it goes a little bit back and forth in time. Um, so I'm not sure if maybe she's talking about like herself as an adult and reflecting back on something that happened when she was younger, but it's all one point of view. Interesting. I like that. And that's, um... There was a quote on the front from Jillian Flynn, who I really like as an author. She wrote um, Gone Girl and Sharp Objects. Um, It says, brilliant and stunning, an absolute must read. So, yeah. How do we decide? I I hate this part. (laughs) This is like worse than trying to come up with a word to write about. I know. I th- I think we should read your book based on all of the crazy comments it's gotten. And I do think it could create some great conversation between you and I and, um, and us and our listeners. I think it would be a great book to read next. And I agree. Um, Especially because I've seen so much of it on social media. I think it's a kind of a more popular book in the past six months. Um, And I think that us being of different generations, it might be interesting to hear 
how we perceive of some of the issues that are brought up in the book. So, yes, I'm excited. Okay, I'm excited. Um, so that can you? What's the title again? My Dark Vanessa. My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell. Okay, so that will be our fourth. Fourth. Yeah, our fourth book, fourth <laughs> round. Um, after we read Unfaithful by Natalie Bertelli. Okay, and. We'll go over those dates one more time for Unfaithful. For Unfaithful. First half comments by March 19th. And our second half comments. And and Flash Fiction on uh, March 26th. But again, really, just send them when you got them because we still want to hear your thoughts on the book and any short stories you may have. Exactly. And just to give you guys an idea, we have some things coming up. We're working right now on um, getting a Patreon set up and coming up with some neat perks if you join our Patreon. So we're hoping to have that up at least something in the next couple of weeks. But in the meantime, if you've enjoyed listening and want to help support our um, podcasting and bookish adventures, um, you can donate to our coffee on our website. And I think I believe we have uh, links on Twitter and Facebook as well that will take you directly to our coffee page. Um, We really appreciate we've had a couple of donors so far. And that just helps us with some of the podcasting fees. And we have to buy a lot of books, let me tell you. And I'm a poor, poor starving artist here. (laughs) I may have just bought $144 worth of books <laughs> that came in today. So we've got to stick around for at least six more months to get all of these books in. But I now have a stack of like 10 books ready to go. Um, so yes, if if you are enjoying what um, you're, you're hearing from us and you want to contribute, um, please do donate, um, you know, whatever you can. And we're just grateful, you know, for all of you listening. Uh, We posted this week that we've had over 500 downloads of our podcast and we're blown away. Like, I'm surprised more than like four of our family members are listening. And so we're we're just really excited to have you here. Um, So thanks so much for joining us and tuning in. And we can't wait to come back next week and talk about Unfaithful. Absolutely. Um, Thank you guys so much. We are excited to get started on round three, Unfaithful by Natalie Bertelli. Um, Yep. Uh, Keep reading. (laughs) (laughs) That's you usually say it. (laughs) As Jesse said, keep reading. (laughs) Until next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.